Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Finn, what's he up to? Oh, I see. He's wearing his new Studio Sweden headphones that I got. You put these things on and all you can hear is the sounds that you're listening to. And judging by his dance moves, I think he's listening to the Baja men again. But he keeps needing to hear it anyway. Anyway, with the Studio Sweden headphones, you get amazing sound quality. Either with the over-the-ear style or the in-your-ear whole bud style. I've got the Regent set in black. They're the ones that Finn keeps nicking. And they're handy as they can connect to Bluetooth. But if you fancy, you can get a cord with them as well. Studio Sweden want to bridge the gap between accessory and style. And the classically Swedish design, featuring a high-polished metal and matte surfaces, lovely. Another bonus is for you, my lovely Murthers. With the code MONSTERS, you can receive a cracking 15% off, and there's free worldwide shipping. There'll be a link in the show notes, and you can use the code MONSTERS to get 15% off. And now, promo time! The first one is Misconduct. Now, this is one a lot of you may be familiar with already. It's a very well-established and well-loved podcast about true crime, hosted by Eileen and Colleen. The next one is called Unearthly. It's a new one, paranormal one, done by a friend of Colleen and Eileen called Nicole. I highly recommend you give both of them a go. This week we're discussing the case of the Grim Sleeper. Tonight we are discussing the wrongful conviction of Richard Rosario. We're going to talk about the disappearance of Evelyn Hernandez. We will be discussing the case of the San Mateo Slasher. Dive into the disappearance of Sneha Phillip. The wrongful conviction and near execution of Clarence Bramley. Welcome to Misconduct, a true crime podcast. I'm Eileen, and with me as always is Colleen. Join us every Thursday as we discuss resolved and unresolved crimes, wrongful convictions, and miscarriages of justice. Find out more at misconductpodcast.com. Are you fascinated with the paranormal? Do you love good stories? Ones that are shrouded in mystery, intrigue? Stories that evoke that spine-chilling sensation we hate to love? Stories that make us wonder, could that really be true? If so, Unearthly Paranormal Stories is for you. Join me, Nicole. 
every other Friday for a new story based on actual paranormal experiences. For more information, check out our website at www.unearthlypodcast.com. This episode is for an amazing wee lassie called Taylor G. And if you're not down with Taylor G, then you don't know me. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> Taylor, you keep being yourself, my wee Merther. Me and Finn are sending you the biggest of hugs. And I hope you keep enjoying the episodes. And now, engage intro voice. It's that time again when fact and fiction collide to create mirths and monsters. Your one-stop shop for increasiacity of your chuckular muscles. The road that you travel here is not yellow, but it still takes you to a land of some laughter, some learning, and rainbows. P.S. Has anyone seen my throat lozenges? I've had this throat since August. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends. I hope you're all well and good and happier than the bendiest banana in the bunch. So, after getting back from our time with the unicorns, we're back at CK Manor. Now, I know that the previous episode ended with me meeting Bigfoot. Or as it turns out, one of many Bigfoots. That's what he is. What happened there is that he invited myself and Finn to his home at a future date. And when that happens, I will let you know. So much to share with you about the goings-on of Bigfoots and their feats. This episode, however, we're heading a little less mountainous and getting more aquatic. Today we are discussing Merfolks. I'm going to be covering both mermaids and mermen. Let's start with mermaids. Ladyfish first. Picture a mermaid and what do you see? Those of a certain age will see Daryl Hannah from the film Splash. Others will picture Ariel from the Disney film The Little Mermaid. I would imagine that the general image that comes to mind is of half woman and half fish, with the fish being the lower half, and that is the case most of the time. However, there are some who believe that mermaids can walk happily on land, and their tails becoming legs when they do. Now, mermaid stories have been recorded as far back as 1000 BC. As a lot of us know, BC can stand for anything you want. But I have to say, brown chickens is still my favourite. So, 1000 before chickens in ancient Assyria, a place that is now northern Iraq, there was a goddess called Athergatis. Now, Athergatis, or Athergatis, it seems accidentally killed a boyfriend and with great guilt and shame she threw herself into a river and then, naturally, became a mermaid. Except to begin with, she was all fish and a human head before evolving into the more traditional 50-50 split. There are folklorish tales about mermaids worldwide in Europe, 
Near East, Africa, Asia. Sightings in New York, London, Paris, Munich are as yet undetermined though. And we'll come back to some of these places in a wee spell. In a majority of these tales, it would seem that the mermaids are out for disaster. They're associated with bringing on storms, the sinking of ships, drowning sailors and singing about dinglehoppers. Now while the majority seem to be all about doom, I did come across tales of goodness, also known as the bestowing of boons. For example, if a ship is unable to move due to a lack of wind, then a mermaid will bestow a boon of strong wind to send them on their way. I think another reason there is such glumness attached to mermaids is that they are, sometimes, put in the same bracket as sirens. Now, sirens were half woman and half bird, and they would lure sailors to their doom using their beautiful voices and enchanting music. I guess I kind of understand what with the whole half and half bit and crooning while lounging against craggy rocks, but it does seem a tad harsh on the mermaids. In British folklore, mermaids are still portrayed as being bad news. Again with the bringing of storms, but as it's Britain, what they actually bring is some light drizzle when you've just put out your sheets to dry in the garden. Now Britain is not normally a place for exaggeration. However, some sailors did return from being at sea claiming that they saw mermaids that were 2,000 feet, yep, over 600 metres of mermaid. It was also around this time that alcohol was no longer allowed on ships. On the northeast coast of England, in Durham Castle, there's a Norman chapel. And now that's a chapel that's been built by the Norman people, not by a lot of people called Norman. At least I think so. Anyway, this chapel depicts the oldest surviving image of a mermaid that goes back to 1078. It's still there now. As for actual sightings through the ages, there are a couple that I would like to bring to your attention. So, as the old rhyme goes that some of you may know, in 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Well, here's a new bit. In 1493, Columbus saw a manatee. Christopher Columbus, the Italian explorer, was reported as saying that he saw three female forms. This is my ridiculously bad attempt at an Italian accent. Three female forms. Luigi. Which rose high out of the sea, but were not as beautiful as represented. First of all, Columbus was hardly a looker, so he's no one to talk. Secondly, it is believed that what he actually saw were manatees. Manatees are sea creatures that can grow up to 10 feet long, have flippers, are grey, and look about as human as a donkey. On a related note, folklorists and mythographers think that the mythic mermaid may come from early sightings made by sailors of a sea animal called a dugong. Now, a dugong is pretty similar to a manatee, but I would say that the main difference is that the dugong has the happy look of an underwater pug. 
The other sighting I'd like to talk about involves the one and only Captain John Smith, he of Pocahontas fame. So in 1614, off the coast of Newfoundland, Captain Smith described an encounter he had had with a mermaid. He said, She had large eyes. Time for genetic pirate voice. Uh, Time for genetic seagoing man pirate voice type thing. She had large eyes, a finely shaped nose, and well-formed ears that were rather too long. He went on to say that her long green hair imparted to her an original character that was by no means unattractive. In fact, so taken was El Capitano that he began to experience the first effects of love. However, even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This soon ended when he saw that she was half fish and he decided to run off with Pocahontas instead. Just a very quick mention to medieval times. So in medieval times, the idea that mermaids were real was just a given. Mermaids? Yeah. The moat's full of them. Moving swiftly forward. In the, in, in the 1840s, the showman P.T. Barnum claimed to have the body of the Fiji mermaid. Punters would pay 50 cents which in 2017 money is roughly the same as about $85. And for this, you got the privilege of seeing a torso, arms and head of a monkey attached to the back end of a big fish. To be fair, there wasn't much else for the general public to do in the 1840s. The safety pin was invented in 1849. Very helpful, kind of interesting. It's not a mermaid. Jane Eyre was released in 1847, but I don't remember the bit about Mr. Dosser being in love with Jane but having to marry a Fijian mermaid, only for it to be revealed that the Fijian mermaid is actually a monkey-fish hybrid. On a totally unrelated note to Jane Eyre, 
Chloroform was actually started used as a general anaesthetic in 1847. And now, time for the mermen. I found that there was a lot less information about mermen than mermaids. What I did find was in Greek mythology, they're described as having green seaweed-like hair, a beard and a trident. In Irish mythology, they're described as extremely ugly. Not just ugly, but absolutely boggin. Along with green skin, green hair, green teeth, narrow eyes and a red nose. Mermen were highly thought of in the Emerald Isle, it would seem. The connection with the storm bringing, destroying ships is all there. But there's two types of merbloke that I would like to mention. The first is from Japan, where legend tells of mermen known as Kappa. Now the Kappa seem more animal than human, with a simian face and a tortoise shell on their backs. Yes, on their backs. Not on their knee, or their foot. Their backs, funny. The Kappa like to take part in skill games with humans. If you lost, you kinda died. The other interesting fact about the Kappa is that they're meant to have a taste for children. But failing that, and I'm not making this bit up, a prize fresh cucumber will do. So, if you decide to go swimming in Japan, in the lakes or the seas, pack a cucumber. Now the other group are the Blue Men of Minch. These Marfellas are meant to reside in the Outer Hebrides up above the north coast of Scotland. They have a fierce reputation for the old bringing of storms and drowning sailors malarkey, and they're meant to look just like humans, apart from the fish tail and the blue skin. Other than that, totally human. Now there is a way to survive these cobalt-looking beardy fishmen, and that's to have a captain on your ship who has a very sharp wit and a fast tongue. See the blue men group together and challenge the captain to a rhyming game. In other words, it's merman against human in a very early version of a rap battle. I'll take the wind from your sails, yeah. I'll give you trouble that'll ails you. You may as well just do the can-can, cause you ain't gonna beat the merman. Now as you have just heard, I would not do well in a rap battle. Okay, before I groove on to the best part about merfolks, I'd want to tell you about the new collaboration I'm doing with the folks at Studio Sweden. I mentioned the quality, the free shipping, the design already, you've got that in your noggins. One of the best bits for me is that the Regent set I have is 24 hours plus of active battery life and 20 days of standby life. You can imagine me laying in the bracken, waiting for the haggis to show up with these legs of different lengths. Or sitting at the side of Drumna Drochet waiting for Nessie to show up. Hours go by with nothing happening. Luckily, with the Regent headset, I can listen to the Bay City Rollers for the entire day. Now remember, you get 15% discount with the code MONSTERS, with the link that will attach to the show notes. Now, my glorious Marthers, to the Merfolks dance-off. Every year they have a meet-up called the Silver Lining Dance. Humans do the enchantment under the sea, merfolks have their head in the clouds. 
I, very sadly, have not yet been to one of these dances. As welcome as humans actually are to the world of merfolk, the dances tail only. I do have a source though who has been and told me what happened last time. So picture it this way. A large hall, beautifully decorated, balloons, plenty food, no fish. The highlight of the evening though is the dance-off. Obviously the dance floor isn't your standard wooden gym hall fair. The floor, as it were, is a large pool of clear, beautiful water. Green and blue-hued lights project from low down on the sides of the pool to give it that homely feel. The lights in the building dim, and the band starts to play a cheeky number to really get your fins tapping. The merfolks pair up for the dance-off from the countdown of three, two, one, go fish! They begin! Now, as it was described to me, the ensuing splishity-splashity would just look like a melee to the untrained eye. But what was taking place were some intricate combos of moves. Our Lindy Hop becomes the tailgate. Our Fox Trots are similar, but they're a... Well, they're a scaled-down version. Pardon the pun. And our hand jive becomes... Well, it's still a hand jive. My source, who fishes to remain nameless, has a real glint in his eye when he talks about the silver lining dance. It obviously causes him a lot of joy. He's still quite young and hasn't yet taken part in the dance-off. He knows his place, but he'll get his time. The winners of the dance-off are the ones who haven't been tapped out. Not that they're all bad. Some just can't find the rhythm to the tune now that the band are hitting out. There's a massive trophy for the winners, and everything is done with great spirit and intent. I was told a one story from last year, though, involving Aquaman. Somehow, Aquaman managed to find out the secret location of the silver lining dance, and wanted to go. But he isn't actually a merman, so he wouldn't have been permitted. However... He showed up drunk, and he'd used a permanent marker pen to give his skin a blue hue, just like the mermen of Minch. The best part, though, was that he'd attached a fake tail over his legs. So here's Aquaman, trying to walk with the great porpoise on a fake tail. Very drunk, though. He heads up to the food buffet. He eats some potato dolphin wads with his hands before then spending the next ten minutes hopping over to blonde mermaids and asking in a quizzical manner, Khaleesi? 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 Eventually, security kindly asked him to hand in his tail and leave the dance. And there you have it, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I won't leave you as long till the next time I speak with you. And if you'd be good enough to hang fire for just a couple of minutes, I've a couple of announcements to make. My lovely Marthas, Slancha, your good health.
Okay, so if I can just grab you for a couple of minutes, I just need to mention a couple of things. General housekeeping. I've started a Patreon page. You can find that on the Podbean website. www.patreon.podbean.com forward slash mirths and monsters. I will put it in the show notes though. So, to my first patrons, to Donna Jenkins Stevens, who's going over and above the top limit, you're remarkable, Courtney Rodriguez, Christine Schieffer from the And That's Why We Drink podcast, Krista Tomlinson from the 36 Times podcast, Kimberly Weekly, Jackie Goetz, who also does the art for the postcards that some of you get on Patreon, Sophia Griffin, and J Movie Man 1985. Thank you all so much for your generosity and your rewards are on their way. For the rest of you, if you're interested, there's a range between $1 up to $18. There's Kraken merch, there's bonus surprises, there's early release popcorn and monsters. Literally anything is a help. And super finally, where to find me? I'm on the Twitter. With the handle at Mirths and Monsters. I'm also on Instagram under the moniker of Mirths and Monsters Pod. I have a Facebook page and also a Facebook group. The page is Mirths and Monsters and the group is Mirths and Monsters Group, aka Finn's Fan Club. All you need to do, like the page, then request to join the group and you're flying. And if any of you fancy doing a rating review, then if you think I'm worth it, feel free. Till next time, Tati Fling, Khaleesi, Khaleesi, Horsey. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.